No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. You can join us here every single day of the week except on Thursdays. That is podcast-free Thursdays. And every other Friday, we have our good friend Donna Brandenburg, who is fighting for you and America. Let's get started. (laughs) Oh, man, it's going to suck to be you deep staters when this is all said and done. You guys really have no idea what's coming for you. (laughs) Watch out, the American people are coming for you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are in the captain's chair. Therefore, they are the host. They are at the wheel and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here on this fine Sunday evening. It is December 4th, 2022. And welcome to His Hard Line. This is episode 389. That's 389. I'm starting to number them. And uh, this is a... 1% with him, and we're going to be doing a reading out of Isaiah chapter 24. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. So we have two shows we're doing. We're going to be doing this one, and then shortly after at 730, we're going to be doing a His Heartline discussion. So we're going to get right into the reading, but here, but first, a couple things I wanted to kind of go over, uh, which I find kind of very appalling and very interesting. I was just kind of scrolling through a couple basic headlines on the Gateway Pundit, and I see one headline where it says Virginia Elementary School will host after-school Satan Club. Well, that's just wonderful because I think I was just seeing some other piece. I think it was uh, on True, uh, not True Social. It was on TikTok. It's, there's an after-school Satan Club out in California. I mean, this is, <laughs> folks. We need to protect your children. We need to protect our children from this this crap. And yet there's still, still so many clueless parents out there like, well, I, I feel like my kids should believe in whatever they want because, you know, it just helps them express their true inner self and blah, 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 blah. No. You may not believe in Satanism and you may not believe in God, but let me tell you something. Even if I didn't believe in it, but there was something that was perceived by society as generally bad in cultic 
yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to let my kids go near it. Because I don't know what kind of sick freaks might be running that program. I mean, we're, we're already talking about public school anyway. So, I mean, there's a bunch of sick freaks there anyway. But that's beside the point. And there was another thing I thought was very interesting. So, I guess there's about 40,000 without power out in North Carolina because, I guess, a substation uh, went through some pretty significant damage when it was, uh, I guess, brought under gunfire. So this is very, very interesting because I think we didn't we see this like a few years ago where some substations were uh, shot at with a sniper sniper rifle to try to cause power outages. I'm wondering why and who did this. So, man, really interesting. So, all right, we're going to get right into the reading so we can make our 730 show. And so, again, we are reading out of Isaiah chapter 24 out of the New American Standard Bible. <clears throat> and it reads, Behold, the Lord lays the earth waste, devastates it, twists its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. And the people will be like the priest, the servant like his master, the female servant like her mistress, the buyer like the seller, the lender like the borrower, the creditor like the debtor. The earth will be completely laid waste and completely plundered, for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth dries up and crumbles away. The mainland dries out and crumbles away. The exalted of the people of the earth dwindle. The earth is also defiled by its inhabitants, for they violated laws, altered statutes, and broke the everlasting covenant. Therefore a curse devours the earth, and those who live on it suffer for their guilt. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth decrease in number, and few people are left. The new wine mourns, the vine decays, all the joyful hearted sigh, the joy of tambourine ceases, the noise of revelers stops, the joy of the harp ceases. They do not drink wine with song, intoxicating drink is bitter to those who drink it. The city of chaos is broken down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Every house is shut up so that no one may enter. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. There is an outcry in the streets concerning the wine. All joy turns to gloom. The joy of the earth is banished. Desolation, desolation is left in the city, and the gate is battered to ruins. For so it will be in the midst of the earth among the peoples. As the shaking of an olive tree, as the gleanings when the grape harvest is over, they raise their voices, they shout for joy. They cry out from the west concerning the majesty of the Lord. Therefore glorify the Lord in the east. The name of the Lord, the God of Israel, in the coastland of the sea. From the ends of the earth we hear songs. Glory to the righteous one. But I say, I am finished. I am finished. Woe to me. The treacherous deal treacherously and the treacherous deal very treacherously terror and pit and snare confront you you inhabitant of the earth then it will be that the one who flees the sound of terror will fall into the pit and the one who climbs out of the pit will be caught in the snare for the windows above are opened and the foundations of the earth shake the earth is broken apart the earth is split through the earth is shaken violently. The earth trembles like a heavy drinker. 
and sways like a hut, for its wrongdoing is heavy upon it, and it will fall, never to rise again. So it will happen on that day that the Lord will punish the rebellious angels of heaven on high, and the kings on the earth, on earth. They will be gathered together like prisoners in a dungeon, and will be confined in prison, and after many days they will be punished. Then the moon will be ashamed and the sun be put to shame for the Lord of armies will reign on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and his glory will be before his elders. And that is the full reading of Isaiah chapter 24 verses 1 through 23. So let's get to lessons of this particular text. Now we're talking about equal opportunity here. Now God is not a respecter of persons. He treats everyone equally, giving everyone the opportunity to accept him. And, and though, and through his written word and the testimony of believers, the message of salvation has been spread throughout most of the world. Now, how many Americans have really truly heard the gospel? Now, in some form or fashion, most have, but what do they actually do with it? Well, verse 16 gives an answer. People have chosen to deal with the treacherous instead of God. Makes you wonder, well, why? Well, the Lord is righteous and he never goes back on his promises. We know that. Yet, instead of turning to him, people look to other people for wisdom, riches, and the fulfillment of the soul. God is so good that he gives every person, good or bad, rich or poor, the opportunity to accept him and his son. Now, why would you put trust in man's ways? Why put faith in something that is constantly changing? God's ways are higher than man's ways, and he never changes. Trusting in man is like setting your foundation on sand. Trusting in God is setting your foundation on solid rock. If he's trying to reach out to you, accept his calling. He wants you just the way you are, in whatever shape you're in. And once you have accepted him, then he will begin to work in your life to allow you to inherit the kingdom of God as an equal to all the saints. Now, doesn't that just sound amazing? But yet people turn away from him and turn to the knowledge of men. Don't understand why. So let's break this down verse by verse real quick. So as we look at verse 1, now after giving Isaiah judgments about specific nations, God is now turning his attention to the earth in general. And so he will make it waste when he destroys it with a fervent heat. Turn it upside down when he brings low all the rulers of the earth and then places those who were last at first and then scatters abroad the inhabitants during the tribulation period. Now, verse two, God is no respecter of persons, right? And so all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So in God's eyes, the lowest and highest members of society are equally guilty. And likewise, the least and the greatest are equally righteous through Jesus Christ and therefore makes them able to inherit the same glorious kingdom. Hallelujah. Now, verse 3, God's sovereignty is such that whatever he speaks will come to pass. Now, consider that he spoke creation into existence in Genesis 1. And so this verse continues the theme in verse 4 of bringing down the haughtiness of man started in chapter 2. And so as God reveals himself, the works of man fades away, unable to stand in his holy presence. Now in verses 5 and 6, when Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, they broke the covenant with God. Ever since then, 
there has been a curse on the earth. And as sin grows and men refuse to repent, then the curse will eat up the world until most humans have been killed. Verse 7 tells of a new wine is the fruit of the gospel, or the new wine is the fruit of the gospel, and the vine is Israel, and the merry-hearted are the people of the world. Now, in verses 8 through 12, all the extravagant living of the world will stop under God's judgment. Those in sin can't enjoy their sin in the reality of God's justice. And God's judgment is often compared to purging, whether it be pulling out the tares, separating goats from sheep, etc. God is never punishing just, just to cause harm. That's not the kind of God we have. He is intentionally removing what is bad so that he can elevate that which is good. Kind of, I believe, in my humble opinion, this is just Jason Jones speaking, my own opinion. Others might see it a little differently. Is I find this to be the case of what we're seeing today. <clears throat> and I think we're going to see more of it in the future. But as we look at verses 14 and 15, now when God makes his presence known through judgment, all will give him glory and praise. And even when going through trials, we got to praise God for his goodness. Now in verse 16 and 17, the testimony of the believers is heard throughout the world. Now, there is no excuse for not recognizing that one should give praise to God for his righteousness, but people still are consumed, sadly, by their own desires, still are. And they want more than what God has given them. And yet they get into trouble by turning to the wrong people, or they turn to false gods, and they end up being betrayed by their own choices. And as Paul said, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that shall he also may reap. Now, when judgment comes, there is no escape, and there's not one inch of earth that will be not touched by God's wrath. And so the cause of his wrath is the sin of its inhabitants. Verse 21, once again, God says that he will bring down the pride of the pride or haughtiness of man. Now, in Luke 14 and 11, Jesus said that anyone who exalts, exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted, inverting the world's hierarchy. And as we look at the last two verses, now, despite their sin, God will still have mercy on humanity. And when Jesus physically appears to reign over the earth, people will have one last chance to obey him willingly. I look forward to that time. Really, I do. <clears throat> Like I said, Isaiah has a lot of parallel um, realities to what we're seeing today. It really does. It's amazing. It really is amazing. It's scary, but it's amazing. But again, I mean, the Bible does say at least 365 different times, depending on the version that you have, fear not. You know, as long as we have no fear, we'll be just fine. But it is amazing to see the similarities of what this text reads versus kind of what we're experiencing in present day to day. So, but anyway, that is the reading, like I said, of Isaiah chapter 24, verses 1 through 23. And uh, like I said, this is going to be a fairly quick show. Typically, if I have another show following, I usually try to keep this one roughly at exactly 1% of a 24-hour period, which is about 15 minutes. We're approaching 16. So we're going to end this on a prayer. 
So let me get my awesome music that I like to pray to. Will it play? There it is. All right. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so very much for this day. Appreciate all that you do for us and another day of life and good health, not just for ourselves, but for our spouses and our kids and for our extended family. We thank you for our home and the gift of work and be able to provide ourselves the ability to earn an income so that we can not only take care of our family, but also take care of strangers around us that might be less fortunate and might be struggling right now because we are definitely in times where people are just having a hard time for one reason or another. Well, we just pray that you continuously be our guiding light and, and show us who you need us to assist on your behalf. We'll listen. And we just continuously pray and ask for your guidance and forgiveness. And we thank you for always being there for us. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all I have for you for the 1% of Him show. Um, I'm going to close this out. And give me about 10 minutes. Hopefully, the audio will be solid here. I got to make sure everything's straight. So, we will be back here in roughly 10 minutes. All right. See you on the other side. And if I don't see you on the other side, God bless. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. We'll see you in a second. No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna oh, man. suck it's to be you deep staters deep when this is all said and done. You guys really have no idea what's coming for you. <laughs> Watch out, the American people are coming for you. Thank you for joining us here at PSR Live. Remember, you can tune in every single evening, except on Thursdays. I hope you all have a blessed day. And remember, like a states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you for joining us at His Heart Line.